Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. To help prepare all of you listeners for the NCAA Round of 16 and home stretch of the 2021 college tennis season, what we're attempting to do here at Crack Rackets is speak with each of the remaining 32 head coaches of the NCAA Division I event. That means 16 men's coaches, 16 women's coaches, all over the next few days on this Cracked Interviews podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get to another one of our conversations with the many outstanding head coaches still alive in the 2021 NCAA Tennis Tournament. Who's your trusted source when it comes to your facility questions, concerns, and needs? Ours is Hard True, the world's largest manufacturer of tennis court surfaces, equipment, and accessories for over 90 years. Partner with their trusted team of experts, along with collegiate greats Jamie Loeb, Alex Rybakov, and Dustin Taylor to bring the service provider of over 30 professional events annually to your facility. Whether it's the red clay of the Houston ATP, the green clay courts of the Charleston WTA, or the official hard court of World Team Tennis, Hard True has you covered. If you're looking to build a court, convert a hard court to clay, or simply resurface your hard court, work together with Hard True in their mission to lead the tennis industry by creating better places to play. To learn more about their state-of-the-art surfaces, along with their catalog customizable on-court accessories, check out hardtrue.com or call 877-442-7878 today. That's hardtrue.com or 877-442-7878 today. Joining us on the show once again today, the head coach of the Tennessee men's tennis team, it's Coach Chris Woodruff. Coach, welcome back to the show. How are you doing today? Doing well, thank you. Uh, It is always a pleasure to get the chance to speak with you, so I appreciate you taking the time. Let's get right into it. My favorite match of this college tennis postseason thus far has to be the SEC Tournament Final, your Tennessee team, a dramatic 4-3 victory over the Florida Gators. Now, I know you a little bit, and you are not someone who gets too outwardly fired up, but you were fired up after that one. I know it's a couple weeks later, but your thoughts on that match, what it means to your program. Well, yeah, just fired up basically for our guys. I mean, I've, we've, I've won things on my own and, and this and that, but really what I was most pleased with is it was finally, it was a great moment for them to be a part of all the hard work and, and just really excited for the, for the group that they were able to, they were able actually to see something good happen for all the hard work that they put into it. Mm-hmm. And for this group, it's not the first time they've had success. Uh, you look back to that 2019 season, the last complete season we played. You guys were able to upset the Gators uh, and make the SEC Conference Final. Uh, you were able to make the round of 16 that season as well. You are now back in the round of 16. Uh, you know, how prepared is this group heading into Orlando? I think they're fine. I mean, it's the, it's just consistent hard work all season and, and uh, don't know, you know, 
they look good. They've worked hard, and, and you know, now we'll just have to see what happens. Mm-hmm. No, that's half the fun, right? Roll the balls out and let them all play. When you look at what you guys were able to accomplish last weekend, getting the wins, you know, in shutout fashion over Alabama A&M and over Memphis at home, what do you think of your guys' opening weekend performance? Solid. Just solid, windy conditions, good, a little you know, hot and humid. It was good. Solid performance. Nothing spectacular. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to be spectacular all the time and and, uh, just a good, solid working performance. Mm -hmm. And for you guys, you were able to get two doubles points and you've had a bunch of success in doubles throughout the season. I believe you've dropped the doubles point, what, I think it's three times in the season or maybe, yeah, I think it's only three times all year long. Maybe it's four and, you know, you know what it's going to take at the NCAA. You know how good all of these teams are. How are you feeling about your team's doubles? How important will that be in Orlando? Well, it, it's like you said. It's it's you got you got to have the you got to have the doubles point, or you'd really like to have the doubles point at these big at these big events. And you know, national indoors, we did okay getting the doubles point. And you know, SEC tournament, we did okay getting the doubles point. And it's just really like a, if you will, it's kind of like a point guard <laughs> postseason run. If you you want to, you got to have the the point guard navigating and doubles. You know, kind of running the offense. Doubles kind of is a way to. Is a, is a way to do that. It kind of sets the tone for what you want to do and, and how you're going to, uh, you know, operate after it's over. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you guys have had some outstanding doubles teams, doubles players over the years. You think back, J.P. Smith, obviously, he and Davey Sandgren, I believe, NCAA finalists. Uh, I think they go back the next year as well. Uh, maybe it was Sandgren who made the finals. And so, again, Tennessee, double success, they're synonymous. I'm curious, your number one team, Adam and Pat, not asking where you put them amongst all-time teams, but how good have they been and how comforting is it to have a team that strong at that number one doubles position? Well, I think that the number one thing is they you gotta you gotta match up with what your partner doesn't do necessarily well. You you, you can pick them up and you gotta have a good uh, I think good uh, disposition that blends in your demeanors blend in well together, uh, and I think they check both those boxes. Um, you know, as you and I both know that Australia usually seems to put out good doubles players, uh, and, and they came into college being, being pretty good. Adams improved a lot. I think Pat has a lot of the intangibles, uh, to be good at doubles. And, uh, you know, Adam, Adam's exceptional up there as well now. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And again, I noticed this about your teams. You can tell me if I'm wrong. That's half the fun of doing these. I feel like you're still you, not make your guys serve in volley, but you guys play an aggressive brand of doubles. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, I, I, I prefer to I prefer to call it hard nosed. Maybe <laughs> fair, aggressive, <laughs> aggressive, hard nosed. Just try to be tough out there, and you know, just like all the other teams, mm-hmm. uh, trying to play tough, tough, hard nosed doubles and fight for what you can get out there it's a small space and you got to take those opportunities in those small spaces when you can get them Mm -hmm. someone described it was a different coach described the doubles point you know one set no ad scoring as russian roulette that a fair description um i i you know that's certainly one way to look at it i do think coaching if you're if you got good players who who play within the framework of a system I, i i think I mean, I, I certainly think that over, you know, if we could play two out of three sets, the better team's going to win, you know, 
nine out of ten times because you can get tactics in there and you can sometimes it is hard to get the break of serve back but I don't know if I'd go as far to say it's roulette I do think there is some skill involved and you got to know your other you know your opponents how they play and you got to be able to you got to be able to think on your feet I will say that mm-hmm. so not roulette but Texas Hold'em we'll go with that that's a, it's a fair compromise um, yeah but... somewhere in between those that's good yeah poker yeah. requires great patience and I don't think you always can exhibit great patience in a one set double no absolutely well speaking of those players who execute the story and i know you've been asked about it a million times and i know it's a wednesday but we're going to talk about monday johannes monday who has been sensational as a freshman here this year you look at what he's accomplished 23 and 4 in the dual match season in singles of course he and prada 14 and 7 at the number two position 18 and 7 overall in doubles to have a freshman contribute at that level, I mean, what does it say about Johannes and the sort of player he is? Well, let's start. Obviously, he's got he's he's tall, so that's good. <laughs> uh, checks a lot of the boxes for who you want on your team, but you know, left-handed and, and, and moves well, and he's just uh, likes tennis. I think that's a I, I think that's something that you look for. He really loves tennis, likes to hit tennis balls listens well uh has a nice internal drive to him good kid has a lot of has a lot of skills just a just a like you said good all-around player can shoot like you know i like basketball a lot so can shoot the mid-range jumper can shoot the three can get under the boards and, and and rebound i mean he's got a little bit of, he's got a little bit of jack all trades in him mm-hmm. does this make you a memphis grizzlies fan should we do five minutes on john morant no Absolutely not a not a Memphis not a Memphis or Grizzlies fan. I'm a quiet a quiet Leonard fan. Oh, so, that's it's a good game. It makes sense. And you know, and he's got a lot of that. Quiet can do it all too. Can he? he? Can rebound, score, can elevate his game when he needs to. If you need thirty from him, he likes to show up around playoff time. He's got that extra gear. Quiet. Mm-hmm. Kind of about that's kind of Johannes. I was going to say you have minus his the, minus the thirty-two million dollars a year. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was gonna say the Kawhi comparison for you makes sense. You have obviously his his demeanor, and you have his hair as well. So I think that's a good comp for you, Coach. Uh, but you know, again, uh, talking about your team, it's not just Joe. And anytime a freshman performs that well, he's going to get the headline. But you know, by the numbers, Luca Wiedemann is twenty two and three overall this season, and he was playing you know twelve and one at five. I think it was undeniable to everyone he's earned that shot to play at four where he's 10 and two overall and he has been a rock for you guys and you know he Adam Pat they were the core of that 2019 team that made a round of 16 and I'm curious what you've thought of you know again your your leaders your upperclassmen the job they've done this season well it's, it's kind of like we, we've got good good young guys old guys we've got some you know some cars that have a lot of miles on them who can use the experience and kind of know where to get you. We've got some guys who don't have as many miles on them who are a bit, you know, faster and, and uh, eager. And then we've got some, you know, it's, we've got some guys who have some miles and can do both. So it's very, from that perspective, the experience, the nice blend of experience, right? You got old guys, young guys, and a few in between. And, and like you said, those, those Luke has been around a long time. He's been with me the longest. He's, you know, he'll be 23. Giles Hesse's almost 24. Uh, got good leadership, and they've played in a lot of, lot of battles, and they got a lot of stars on them. Mm-hmm. And 
just uh, some are vocal and, and some are, but the consistent thing is they every time they throw the balls out, they're going to bring it. Mm-hmm, absolutely, and now again, you guys have what is certainly to be a tough matchup. You may see the M on my chest. You take on the team that knocked out my Wolverines. You take on Arizona in your round of 16 match. Uh, I'm not sure, uh, you know, they've got themselves a super freshman. When you think of the, the three best freshmen, it's Monday, it's Strom, it's von der Schulenberg. They've got one of them in Gustav Strom, and they've got depth. What's it going to take from uh, the volunteers to knock off Arizona in the round of 16? I just think we have to play our brand of tennis. I mean, Arizona's obviously tough. Watch them. You know, they grind on all the courts. They keep the ball in play. I mean, they're they're well coached. Clancy's done, you know, similar things to what we've done here. He's built the program. Uh, he was a competitive player. I'm older than him, but I remember recruiting him, uh, or not recruiting him, but watching him play in the 18s nationals, play courts, and and things of that nature. And so he has that spark and that fire. And you know, it, it, it'll be a good match. We just play our brand of tennis, and they'll play their brand of tennis, and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Have to ask you some fun ones down the home stretch. It would be malpractice if I didn't all right. ask all of the drama. SEC conference final. I-, I don't know if you've watched the replay since. Give me your you know thirty second snapshot of what those final twenty minutes were like. Everything from court four to then getting the clinch on three. What do you remember of it? Oh boy, that's a tough one. I remember, I remember the guys running out and celebrating, and then, and then I, I kind of looked up the chair and I saw the chair put his, put his finger up. And so I guess what I really remember is trying to how are we going to refocus because you have that emotional, you know, you win it and then and then you come out there and the, the umpire, you know, goes with the player's call and 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 then you got to calm everybody. And I can actually remember pulling some guys off of each other, like let's go, let's go. We haven't won it, and, and trying to refocus and. You know, I think that kind of threw Luca for a little bit of a loop there. He was up in the tiebreaker, and I think he lost like five, five straight points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember the emotional—you know—it was an emotional battle for everybody. No, absolutely, and you know, again. I don't need to ask you your thoughts on the calls. I think they're, I think we all share those thoughts on the calls. But for Martim to refocus, win that match at three singles, as right. a coach, that's everything you dream about, right? To see your player do that. You're exactly right, and, and and from a coach's perspective, we can point fingers at calls and and do this. But I mean, the reality of the situation is we were up some breaks on some courts, right? Martin was up a break at three. I mean, we were up, I think it was what three zero in the match, maybe, mm-hmm. and we were up a break on Martin's court, and and we were up a break down on Pat Harper's court. So, you know, shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I mean, credit to Florida and Brian for his team for not giving up, and they came roaring back and chipped away and chipped away and chipped away and. Before you know it, we're in, the, we're in this barn burner. But from coaches speak, per se, you look at you look at it, and we were up 3-0 up a break. Should we have gotten into that position? Who knows, right? I mean, it yeah. could have been over. No, absolutely. And again, it's a testament to your team to bounce back. My last one for you, because it, I would have had a – if there was a camera solely focused on Coach Mackay, just his body language, his antics, the entire match, I think fans would be happy with that. Is there ever a moment where you kind of look at him and I'm sure there's a glance that you throw and you're like, hey, enough. Like, come on. You don't need to jump as much. Yeah, the the, the, the biggest image is kind of funny is when I, I, <laughs> he purposefully plops down on the players at the end. Do you remember that? He like yeah. he, There's this image where he perfectly times and just lays all his body weight. You could just tell him, <laughs> measure it up, and just plop down. That, that's the one 
that's the one that I uh, that that I remember the most. And those of us who know James know he's very spirited, and mm. you know he's kindred uh, spirit, if you will, and <laughs> and he does uh, does a lot for this program, and and his intensity and excitement really has a lot of energy, and it, it, it was good to see him let that energy out and be himself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Again, I think it's the contrast of the two of you that makes you guys so effective. Well, final question for you. No one goes down to Orlando without national championship aspirations. That what this is what this Tennessee team on the back of their seat, you know, 20, is it three and three? I believe 26 and three now. Uh, that's the sort of aspirations you guys deserve to have. And so, again, even beyond round of 16, for you guys to accomplish what you want to accomplish in Orlando, what's it going to take? day-to-day focus that, that we've carried on from the year. Don't even really think about other stuff than that. We just try to have a day-to-day focus on, on trying to stay in the moment. And, and just, uh, it's been, a, you know, it's been a good run, like all these coaches. I mean, you're not here. If it hasn't been a good run, you've either upset somebody or, you, or you've had a little luck your, go your way. And you could, all these coaches, I'm sure, could point to one or two things that why we're here and we got lucky. And it, it's just, everybody's had some fortunate you know, situations come their way or you're not making the round of 16. And, and the, you know, the commonality is everybody's worked hard to, to get here. I know Arizona's worked hard. I've, I've seen their results and followed them. They've had some good wins and everybody you can say that about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's what makes Orlando going to, uh, it's what's going to make Orlando such an exciting week of tennis. And again, coach, always appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Hope you and the guys are safe, healthy, get down to Orlando. All right. And hopefully we'll see you down there. That's great. Look forward to it. Thanks yeah. for having me on. Of course, I get a go Vols from you, right? Uh, yes, go Vols. <laughs> Thank you, coach. Take care. Right, take care. Bye.